What I'd like for you to do right now, I want you to think about your dream because I'm in a room full of dreamers. Think about your dream right now. I want you to think about it and envision it. I don't know what that dream is that you have. Hello and good morning and welcome to the Tracy Lee Cook Show. Today I am absolutely so excited. I want to share with you a world famous motivational speaker and he is an author, he's a former radio DJ, he's a former television host, he is a man of many talents and he has got the coolest voice on the planet, let me tell you. It is the amazing, wonderful, inspiring Les Brown. Welcome to the Tracy Lee Cook Show, Les Brown. Thank you so much, Tracy, Tracy, but basically, being Nancy, Tracy, thank you. It's a plum pleasing pleasure as well as a privilege. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, I would, I would like to let our audience know, because this is being shared on DRN Radio, DRN One Radio in Perth, and your message of motivation and inspiration of the story of where you came from and where you are now will will lift people's spirits, especially in this new season, right? Especially seeing we're halfway through 2020, which has seen a lot of things happen to a lot of people for good and bad. And I just think that um, with all of your experience and all of your insights and all of your positive messages, our audience will really get a an uplifting spirit around them just by hearing your words of wisdom. So please, um, if you don't mind, Mr. Brown, taking us through, what, what's your story? Well, first of all, I want to get, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to be interviewed by you. And thank you for the work that you're doing, helping people to listen to interviews that will give them a larger vision of themselves and and enhance and empower them. Uh, I, I was born in a poor section of Miami, Florida called Liberty City, an abandoned building on a floor with a twin brother. And when we were six weeks of age, we were adopted. I, I always say that I'm here because of two women. One gave me life, the other one gave me love. God took me out of my biological mother's womb and placed me in the heart of my foster mother who ultimately adopted us. And then altogether she adopted seven children and she was a single mother and and when i was in the fifth grade i was labeled educable mentally retarded and put back from the fifth grade into the fourth grade and fell again when i was in the eighth grade i have no college training but i met a high school teacher my junior year that had a pretty much kind of inspirational personality like yours he challenged me to go before the class to do something and i said sir i can't do that he said, why not? I said, I'm not one of your students. He said, do it anyhow. And I said, I can't, sir. And the other students started laughing, saying, he's Leslie. He's got a twin brother, Wesley. Wesley's smart. He's DT. And he asked, what's DT? And he said, they said, he's the dumb twin. And they erupted <gasps> into laughter. And I said, I am, sir. And he came from behind his desk. He said, don't you ever say that again. Someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. So that was a turning point in my life. And one 
hand, I was humiliated, but on the other hand, I was liberated because how people live their lives is a result of the story they believe about themselves. And with that statement, he interrupted my story, what psychologists call your self-explanatory style. I think that we can all relate to that kind of um, situation. We've all been sitting in that classroom at one stage and all thinking that we're not worthy, right? We're all thinking at some point, especially going through school, that we're comparing ourselves to others. We're finding where we fit in the pecking order. And that comparitis can, can keep us really small and get us to play small and be the victim and own that, that sentence that people tell us. But to be able to see that you are worthy of more and to appreciate and to be recognized by somebody else as well, that you are actually worthy. And I, I say this to um, a lot of the listeners quite often that you are worthy, you are appreciated, you can actually do it. That little fire in your belly that tells you that maybe you don't have to live that truth that somebody else is telling you to actually step into your power and actually take on another almost identity and to be a better self. Man, that is so powerful. And just to hear those words at that defining moment, like you mentioned, to take you into another sliding door moment, right? To take you onto another way of thinking about yourself. It's just amazing us as humans, we can say one sentence and it can literally change somebody's projection in life, can't it? Oh, without any question, we're told more about our limitations rather than our potential. And so we have to, I believe, work to create a, a, an environment that will motivate and inspire people that will give them a vision of themselves beyond their mental conditioning and circumstances and I share with audiences all the time they ever see me speak on YouTube in the Georgia Dome before 80,000 people I'm constantly emphasizing you have something special you have greatness in you and there's a speech I give called, It's Not Over Till You Win. And I teach people the strategies and techniques of what they need to do in order to win in life, regardless of the situations where they find themselves. And we truly are in a place that's different. We have never been here before. This is a true interruption that has turned the world upside down. And, and there are three things I think that's very important for people. None. One is mental resolve, the mindset that we will get through this, no matter how bad it is or how bad it gets, we will get through this. It's very important that we affirm that to ourselves. When I get up in the morning, I have an affirmation that I say, Lord, whatever I face today together, you and I can handle it. The next thing that's important is practicing the principle of OQP, only quality people. Surround yourself with people that think like you, people that have goals and dreams, people that hold you accountable and to a higher standard, and you work to turn to each other to help each other go through this time where we are. And the third thing is 
upgrade your knowledge. You need at least three core competencies, things that you master for this new economy because there's no such thing as job security. The economy of the world has been turned upside down. So people must learn new ways on how they can use their knowledge, their talents, and their abilities to create their own personal economy. That's never been true, more true than what it is today, uh, Mr. Brown, because I actually work in um, employer services for the Australian government for my day job. And uh, a huge part of me and my passion is uh, an entrepreneur as well. So um, the employee mindset versus the entrepreneur mindset are sometimes, you know, at, at loggerheads. But I've never seen more people actually taking advantage of their passions now and trying to make it viable and having their own businesses. I've never seen more people feeling stuck and actually having to make decisions to help their families to put food on the table to leave a legacy and in turn that has seen a result in people finding their purpose or maybe living more with intention and surrounding yourself by people that encourage that and don't discourage that is one of the crucial points that people are actually recognising now. And I see this on a daily basis, working in those unemployment lines, and I can see people, there is more hope than what there is dishope, if dishope is a word. <laughs> because I hear it all the time in the unemployment lines. I hear them saying, I want to I want to retrain, I want to reskill, I want to do something with my life. This pause that the earth has seen has made people realize that they can be more. And I'm seeing that more than I'm seeing people down on themselves. And I always look for the silver lining anyway, but I just think that people are just finding their purpose now more than ever and we're halfway through, who knows where it's going to lead and we're leading the way with our minds. Yes, we are leading the way with our minds because Elsie Robinson said, things may happen around you and things may happen to you, but the only things that really count are the things that happen in you, how you deal with it, having mental toughness and, and a sense of purpose. They say the two most important days in your life, the day that you're born and the day that you realize why you were born. And so, and, and mental toughness is something that we need some help. We need tools to do that. I encourage everyone that's listening right now, go on YouTube and put in there Les Brown speaking in the Georgia Dome. And, and there I'm giving a presentation before 80,000 people. The next one that's very important is called It's Possible. It's a public television uh, speech that I gave called It's Possible. And the next one that's very important that will be very, very helpful to them is called You Deserve. Because by listening, faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. By training our minds to service, we can't control the thoughts that come in our minds, but we can control the thoughts that we dwell on. So we have to be exhausted we, when we look at the media and the sensationalism about things around the pandemic, 
that we are exhausted. And, and so we, we, we have to be concerned but not consumed with what's going on, keeping ourselves out of harm's way and our family and friends, and at the same time working to ask the question, what now and what's next? And in the now, that's when we develop ourselves and prepare ourselves for what's next. That's important. That makes so much sense. And you put it in such a fantastic way too. Now, I want to talk about your book. Yes. You've written many books. I want to talk about your current book. And could you explain a little bit more about that and where it actually came from? Because I've had a snippet peek at it and that's going to be my next read. So please let us know where that actually came from. Yes. Well, people can also get my new book on IamHungryLessBrown.com. IamHungryLessBrown.com. The title of my book is called You Gotta Be Hungry. And, and the reason that I say that I had to come against a lot of odds, being born in an abandoned building on a floor, not knowing my parents, being labeled educable, mentally retarded, put back from the fifth grade to the fourth grade, failing again in the 11th grade and having no college training. I had to be hungry to become selected by Toastmasters International as one of five best speakers in the world. and winning their Golden Gavel Award, which is their highest award, and, and the National Speakers Association uh, Hall of Fame. I was inducted into that. And so people that are hungry hold themselves to a higher standard. They operate out of the thinking of Henry David Thoreau, who said, do not go where the path may lead. Go where there's no path and leave a trail. People that are hungry believe always strive to get on top in life because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. People that are hungry are relentless and unstoppable and have perseverance and, and they will not quit until they win. <laughs> oh, I can totally relate to that. <laughs> I yeah. can totally relate to that. And it's not because we want to show off. It's because we want to give people a hand up on the way as well, right? We want to be yeah. the reason. We want to be the change. We can only lead from the front and we can bring other people with us. And that's what I really like about striving for success and being a better version of yourself, no matter what that looks like for yourself, because you can actually help people along the way. And that just warm my, warms my heart so much. And you're a father, you're a grandfather, and I believe you're a great grandfather as well. Yes, I am. I just turned 75, February the 17th. And so uh, my grandchildren are here and my great-grandchildren are here. We're celebrating the 4th of, of July here in Atlanta, Georgia. It, it's, it's, it's really very, very exciting time. It's the best of times and the worst of times. And a lot of good things are going to come out of this. We're going through a reckoning in the United States and around the world. And evil prevails when good men and women do nothing. And so during this time, I think that we're going to see when we come out of what I call this cocoon, we're going to emerge dramatically different than when we came in here. And I believe all things work together for good for those who love God and for those who are called according to 
his purpose. I believe that you have called to do, do the work that you're doing as much as you've chosen this path. I believe that you were chosen to do this work. I believe that I was chosen to speak. This is who I am. It's a calling on our lives. They say a calling is something you love so much that you do it for nothing, but you do it so well that people will pay you to do it. I love that. I never thought about it like that before, Mr. Brown. That's that's just given me a light bulb moment. Thank you very much. I've never thought of it like that before. And I know that one of your most famous catchphrases is it's possible for people to follow their dreams. And it now more than ever, we need to dream big. We need to dream bigger than we ever did before. And we need to be able to be part of the change. Now, becoming a great grandfather, did you have a bit of a different perspective being a great grandfather and the world as it is to the world where it's actually going? Has it changed your perception a little bit? It has. Listen, coronavirus has changed everything. <laughs> oh my God. I, I apologize to 2019. I said, whatever I said about you, I am so sorry. I didn't mean it. I take it back. <laughs> if you can delete 2020, I would really appreciate it because 2020 about to make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. <laughs> it's a different world. And, and one of the things why what you're doing is so important, and I really believe in it, our schools are preparing our kids with a world for a world that no longer exists. And so this is the time that we want to reflect, to review, and to reinvent ourselves, to rethink our lives, to look around and, and, and surround ourselves with collaborative, achievement-driven, supportive relationships, and to raise the bar on ourselves, to have big dreams, because most people fail in life not because they aim too high and miss, most people fail in life because they did what I did, aim too low and hit, and many don't aim at all. And this is the time that you have to begin to know that your dreams are possible and it's necessary that you're patient and persevere and, and ask for help, not because you're weak, but because you want to remain strong and just keep coming back at it again and again and again. Even a broke clock is right twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember you saying on one of your YouTube uh, videos as well, I've actually got it written down on my inspiration board in my, my office here. It's um, if, you shoot for the, if you shoot for the moon and miss, you, you'll end up in the stars. I've actually got it written on my inspiration board. <laughs> so oh, I, I, I loved it when you said that. And I'm, I'm just absolutely so honoured to be hearing your voice and spreading your messages of hope and inspiration and motivation and getting people to be their best self and dig deep and don't just stay stuck. You can, like people can do it. They are so worthy. They just need that one person to believe in them and they can achieve just so much. And I see it so much as well. And during uh, the, the coronavirus uh, shutdown here in, in Perth, a friend of mine um, as part of a, uh, a podcast uh, series that I do, we uh, rehoused 46 uh, people due to domestic violence. And that's giving people a home, a, a hand up 
and that's projecting them onto a better platform so they can improve their lives, their children's lives, and they can leave a legacy. And it all starts. Now, the reason why I'm saying that is that it all starts because somebody believed that they could be better and helped them. And that's what the world needs more of now. Yes, uh, evil prevails when good men and women do nothing. We all have the opportunity to make a difference. Horace Mann said we should be ashamed to die until we've made some major contribution to humankind. So the work that you're doing, hats off to you and congratulations to the people that you support this. And there are so many other people that can do a great deal by stepping up and helping those who can't help themselves. My favorite book says, the least that you do unto these, my brethren, you also do unto me. And I think it's, it's, it's our mandate to step up and to volunteer and, and to give where we can and make an impact. And you were also, I found an interesting fact that I didn't actually know about you, Mr. Brown, but many, many, many people do, is that you were a member of the Ohio House of Representatives from 1976 to 1981. Yes, Tell us a I was bit about that time. Ohio. I was elected to the Ohio legislature. I, I resigned my third term. I was elected three terms and I returned, returned to Miami to take care of my adopted mother. I always say that I'm here because of two women. One gave me life, the other one gave me love. God took me out of my biological mother's womb and placed me in the heart of my adopted mother. And I resigned to go back to take care of her. I promised her that I would take care of her she ever needed me, I would buy her a home. And I did that. I fulfilled that. That was on my bucket list. And I also wanted to make a difference on, on another level. Uh, during this time, we need everyone to step up in every dimension of our lives. I believe that we were chosen one out of 400 million sperm to come here and to do a special work to leave the world in better shape than how we found it. And this place where we are in history, we're going to look back and say, whoa, did we grow mentally and emotionally and spiritually? Whoa, I will never forget how that brought so much out of me. Sometimes you have to believe in someone's belief in you until your belief kicks in. What I'm doing now is training people how to tell their story and, and, and create a difference in an audience individually and collectively, te teaching people how to increase their presentation power. I had this high school teacher who told me, Mr. Brown, develop your communication skills because once you open your mouth, you tell the world who you are. And so what we're doing now is virtual training, teaching people how to distract, dispute, and inspire, how to distract people from their current story and through the execution of your knowledge and things that you've gone through in life, that you dismantle their current belief system, distract, dispute, and inspire, and inspire them to become, as Mother Teresa would say, a pencil in the hand of God and start writing a new chapter in their lives. You are making me smile so much, Mr. Brown. <laughs> you really are. And people can actually connect with you on your website if they want to go and learn more how to do that virtually with you? 
Yes, uh, they can go to lesbrown77 at gmail.com. I, I work with a limited number of people one-on-one. That's lesbrown77, just two sevens, lesbrown77 at gmail.com. I, I believe that during this time, we need messengers of hope, and there's hope in the future that gives you power in the present. I love that, power in the present, because I'm seeing a lot of shifts in the world I'm seeing a lot more positive where I am here than I am seeing negative. And we need to keep lifting that so it doesn't drop down again. We still need to keep sending out those messages of hope. We need everyone to rise up and be the change. And it all starts with nice messages, with friendly messages, with linking arms with others and believing in them until they believe in themselves and recently i had somebody do that to me and it brings tears to my eyes and i'm just so grateful that they said the same as you mr brown they said one sentence that changed my whole life and it still Mm. chokes me up to this day that somebody believed that much in me and i know by saying that that somebody listening today will either be the change or they will actually go out and rise with others. And that is the message that I wanted to give for hope and inspiration and just being kind to each other. We're missing the kindness, you know? You know, my Angela said that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And because you have a caring heart, That's why people listen to you. I tell the speakers that I train who you are behind the words that you speak are more important than the words that you say. And so a lot of people say, practice what you preach. I say, preach what you practice. You want to be not just a messenger, but you want to be the message that you're bringing to the planet. And somebody else says to me as well that our message is in our mess. The mess is in our message. Yes, we yeah, our, <laughs> our mess. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What what kind of words would you like to leave with our audience today, Mr. Brown? I would say to them, you have something special. You have greatness in you. I say that they are a masterpiece because they're a piece of the master. And make up your mind to live a life that will outlive you. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. (laughs) Oh, 100%. I really value your time. I'm so grateful. And I know our audience is going to be using all of this to lift them up. And I will be sharing this absolutely everywhere because I love what you stand for. I love your mission and I love your words of advice because I know that they have helped me personally. That's why you're on my inspiration board. And I know that you're still going on to, to touch so many people's hearts and you know, you're the change in the world that we need to see. So I'm very grateful for today. And if you're listening, Mr. Brown will teach you how to overcome everything that is set against you, onward and upward to the victory that rightfully belongs to everyone who refuses to quit. 
Whatever you might be facing in your own reality, you must know that you have the power to live the life of your dreams. So if Les Brown can make it, then it's truly possible that you can create an existence that will make you say, wow, and I love my life. You've choked me up today. I'm so inspired. Thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to connecting with you and learning more about this speaking that you're offering. (laughs) Well, I'm looking forward to it. We're doing everything virtually now, so we can do it. We can make it happen. So thank you so much. Continue to be the beautiful person that you are. Bless you. you. Thank you very much. Bless you too. Thank you.